Paul Scribia, the Predators beat writer for the Tennessee, and joined by, as always, Tennessee columnist Gentry Estes. Uh, Gentry, a lot to talk about this week, but um, we'll focus on penalties and, and whether they're good or bad, but there's some other stuff that I wanted to get to first uh, before we get into into that. Um, obviously, the, the Stadium Series games coming up, um, preparations have begun at at Nissan for that. I've been out there a couple times. Uh, they had some player, Colton Sissons was out there today at Grandland, um, kind of seeing the progress and talking a little bit about that. So, uh, and uh, also there was a familiar face in town. Uh, we recorded this on Thursday night, on Wednesday, or I mean, I'm sorry, on, on Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Peter Laviolette was back for the first time since he was fired in January, 2020. Um, and we got a chance to talk with him um, before the game in person, which was nice. Um, and uh, there, there was a video tribute uh, during the game last night, which happened to be the Predators' third loss in a row. Talk a little about that, too. Um, I just I want to start off with Peter because, you know, we, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But, uh, you know, it, it's funny when, you know, when he, he, he was really reflective, uh, you know, not the Peter that we were used to seeing on an everyday basis here when he was coaching in Nashville. Um, but I've seen it, I've seen him on the road. You know, he was always when he was with the Predators, always you know talking it with with the opposing media. Um, and he was it was no different this time. I, you know, I thought he he gave some well thought out answers and 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 you know felt uh, showed showed a little bit of human side. Yeah, I, I think um, you know we have gotten so used to uh, you know when Lobby Lett was the coach in Nashville, we had gotten used to. Very short press conferences, very short answers. Uh, he didn't really sp- very often enjoy his time with us in the media, which, <laughs> which is which is perfectly okay. I don't have I don't have a personally have a problem with that. I mean, every guy's different. I didn't have any, you know, it's nothing personal when we say that. We're not saying that because we're mad that he wouldn't talk to us or give us anything. You know, it's certainly not. I had I, I had very many uh, you know good conversations with Peter. So, you know, I'm not bad. I'm not bad mouthing by any means. But usually, yeah, I think you could say tough tough guy to get to know from a public yeah. standpoint. I, I think that that's fair. Uh, Just, but yes, I agree. To see him come in, you know, he came in and, and shook Brooks Bratton's hand. Uh, you know, the, the 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 Predators official team site guy, and and you know, said hello to some other people. And and, and you know, it it was. I I think he enjoyed being back. And you know what? I think he enjoyed winning that game last night too. He also enjoyed seeing uh, seeing partner. I think that was he said that was the first person he saw when he got to Bridgestone yesterday. You know, part of course the visiting te- you know visiting locker room attendant at Bridgestone, um, popular guy across the NHL. I've, you know, we've written about him and, and the guy I look forward to seeing every day. But yeah, Peter was super excited to to, to see partner and, and and be back in town and, and like you said, get that win. And and speaking of that win, it was four to one. Um, looked uglier on paper than it, it really was, but. We saw a trend continue um, that, that's happened during this. The, the, the first time I think the Predators have lost three games in a row this season, I believe. Um, and it's it's the first time they've gone three without any points. Without, without a point, right. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and a little bit of concern being raised about the number of penalties that the Predators are taking. And, uh, you know, I, I've written about it. You wrote about it today, Gentry. Um I, I'm not necessarily on the side that thinks that that's a bad thing. Now it's going to cost you, you know, and, and 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 let's just say, off right off the bat, that not all penalties are created equally, right? Um, you know, the, the the penalties that that hurt the Predators and hurt every team are are the dumb, controllable stick penalties, the tripping penalties, the you know the 
the too many men on the ice penalty stuff that you can you know that 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 can be corralled. Um, I'm not. We're not talking fighting majors. You know, we're not. We're not talking those kind of penalties. Which, you know, I mean, like the Predators lead the league, right? And and, and by a lot in penalty minutes. Uh, Mark Borowiecki and Tanner Janor are both in the top five individually in penalty minutes. Uh, most of those being majors. But interestingly enough, Gentry, teams, the most penalized teams in the NHL in, in recent history, have been some of the most successful. Um, last year. Tampa led the league in penalty minutes, Stanley Cup champs. I think they were second in penalty minutes a year before that, Stanley Cup champs. The Predators, when they won the President's Trophy, Stanley Cup or uh, penalty leader led in penalty minutes. I mean, so it's not a bad thing. And, and I wanted to, to dive a little bit deeper into kind of what all that means because on the surface you look and you say, man, it's just that you know that's a lot of that's a lot of penalty minutes. But you know, it, there's it's it the, the meaning goes much deeper than that, and and the consequences go much deeper than that, depending on what those penalties are. And you, I thought, did a really good job, kind of explaining that today, you know, in, in the column that you wrote. Um, and John wasn't upset after last night, after Tuesday night's game, as much as he was the after the previous two, because I don't think last night it was about stupid penalties as much as it was, you know, they, they just they outplayed the, the Capitals in a lot of ways, but the Capitals capitalize when when it mattered most yeah and and, and like you look at the penalties in, in that game last night we, we can kind of go into you know the other reasons why they lost but they 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 even it up early in the third period 1-1 Washington scores makes it 2-1 right after that Yakov Trenin is flying into the offensive zone uh, to deliver a hit and it he didn't get it squared up just right it was kind of an awkward exchange the guy gets toppled and he gets whistled for he gets a penalty for tripping now you you can't fault that's an, right, He's that's an aggression hard. that's an aggression penalty and you and, and that's exactly the kind of penalty you don't want to tell your players not to be, af- yeah, to be afraid you, to take yeah uh, and, and and but but he gets the penalty you put the capitals back on the power play and ovets can bang 3-1 and and that's the kind of thing that it seems to have been happening to them the last few games. I, I wouldn't be as alarmed uh, about this stretch they're on right now if they didn't. If they had seemed a little more out of character, but they—they've to me they've continued to play as they have most of the year. Now, if there's one thing, you know, they they generated a lot of opportunities last night that they didn't convert, and I felt like that happened a good bit in the Dallas game too, a couple of games ago. Um, you know, so maybe if, if there's a concern, it's in the, from the standpoint of this is kind of old predators here where, you know, we're having trouble scoring, which, right. you know, maybe that's showing up again. And that does tie into, you know, that does tie into what, what we were talking about before though. When you, when you're, when you tax your penalty kill like that, I mean, you can pretty much, you know, all the time you're spent killing penalties, you're, you're. 99% of the time you're not scoring, right? So you're 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 closing that window of 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 scoring ability a lot every time you you know every time you're on the penalty kill. Um and and I think that's where, you know, that that's where the predators because they already, you know, they're a team that already struggles to score and and when you minimize those opportunities even more within a 60-minute game, then you start. Then you start seeing some of the side effects, maybe a little bit of, of those penalties. But again, you know that's that fine line where 
you know, do you do you go to your team and, and, and tell them to stop being aggressive and stop, you know, hitting and, 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 and being physical? I mean, I know you don't because that's disastrous. I mean, then you have a guys out there who are playing with trepidation and they're, you know, they're, they're, if they're afraid of getting called for penalties, then they're going to get beaten in a lot of other ways. So, no, this team can't afford and that's that's where I'm kind of getting at it in a long-winded way is I, I agree with basically the premise of what you said. Is it's not, you know, it's not broken. Like, don't fix it. Like, yeah, work on the little stuff. Work on the, you know, the stick penalties and, and some of the other things that, that, you know, those are the, you know, those are the ones that, the delay of games, you know, the too many men on the ice, that, that kind of stuff. You know, when you're going, when you're giving up those kind of penalties and, and other teams, especially as, you know, as good as the Capitals are on, on, the, on the power play, like, you're just asking for trouble then, right? You, you know, you're 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 not changing the way the game is being played at all um, in your favor. You're just putting yourself at a disadvantage for no good reason and reasons that you can, in most instances, have some control over. Now, yeah, there's going to be times when you accidentally your your stick's going to get caught up and things happen or a ref misses a call or whatever. But you know, for the most part, you know, I, I don't want to see this team change its approach if they want to continue to be successful and I, and, and I and that, I think that's kind of what you were getting at yeah I think it, we're, we've reached kind of a dangerous part of the season when it comes to that because uh, you know the predators I, I they've they've gone through some slow patches here over the course of the season but with games coming up now Carolina and Florida are two very difficult road games coming up even before they get to that stadium series game against the lightning but they're and, not divisional games. But but I I don't mean to interrupt you. But, but you're, you're you're staring down the barrel of five in a row uh, at this point. And when it gets to that point, now you're searching for something. Now something's wrong. Now we have to change. And and that's just it. I I don't I don't think at this point that they need to. Uh, it didn't sound like last night. John Hines thinks they need to. Uh, but at some point you do wonder, are the odds catching up with a team that really wasn't supposed to be that good to begin with? If they're playing their best and they, they come that way from this saying, gosh, you know, we don't really have a reason for this. It just didn't happen. You know, is that is that alarming in itself? I, th- I think the differences and and, I, and the answer, the, the short answer to that question, I think, is no, because here's why, you know, even through this entire season and in and, and, and the second half of last season through the playoffs, even though, they you know, they lost in the first round. I think what you've seen is the same, for the most part, every, almost every night, a consistent, you, you kind of know what to expect from the Predators in a good way, right? Like, you, they're never going to be out of a game. Very rarely are they going to get blown out. Very rarely are they going to beat themselves, right? They're going to make other teams, you know, they're going to be scrappy and gritty. And and that's kind of what their identity is. You know, they, they and, and I think... They've built up enough of a cushion and have enough, and, and I'd say enough of a cushion, a cushion of confidence. Where in pat in the past few years, this team loses three, four, or five in a row, and it's just over with. Like the confidence is gone, and that even happens in a in, under a microscope in one game. If they if they fall behind three nothing, it's over. Like I don't feel like that's the case now, and I feel like that was the case, you know, a season and a half ago, two seasons ago, three seasons ago, where you know. That, that's where I my confidence in what I've seen on a regular basis comes in where I don't think it's cause for alarm. And, you know, it, look, we all know that, you know, 
all you need to do is get into the playoffs, right? And anything can happen from there. Um, and and I think I think I still think this team is built for the for a postseason series. Um, they're, they're built in the it just it, in a lot of different ways to face the same team potentially seven times in a row and and be successful because I think they can wear other teams down. So getting there and and I think you know it'd be hard to convince me that they're not going to get there. So I, I'm not really too concerned, Gentry, that this is going to snowball into you know a, 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 a such a big problem that it's going to end up costing them their season. I just like it's it's we have too much of a body of work to go by to to think that that's going to just change. I would agree at this point. I, I think they've they've done enough and for long enough to suggest that that what we've seen is a legitimate team. But I, I think as you look at the standings, uh, as we record this right now, Paul, the Predators are fourth in the division. Mm-hmm. And you look and... But, but those I, second, third, second, third, and fourth are right all right there. The disadvantage they have, Gentry, is that is all these other teams, you know, have, have a lot more games to play than the Predators do. And that could hurt them. They do, especially Minnesota. And you're looking at a scenario where Colorado has, has won eight of their last ten. Uh, Minnesota's won eight of their last ten. The Predators have won four of their last ten. Uh, and they've, they've trended down to where I think Colorado, Minnesota, and now St. Louis are all playing better hockey than the Predators are. Now, that, that can change. All probably better teams, too. I mean, you know, let, let, let's, let's face it. These are, you know, and I'm not trying to, you know, believe me, I'm the first one to criticize the Predators, you know, and, and things when they, you know, when they need to be criticized. I, I don't mean to. But this, like, this, still even fourth place, which I think will be good enough for the playoffs. For them to make the playoffs, I mean that's more than I gave them credit for before the season started. Even even with the second half of life, even taking into consideration the second half of last season, I wasn't a believer, and I, I am a believer now that this team is better than it we thought, and probably I don't know I, I don't know if I would say better than it should be because uh, I think it you know given the, the roster and and the you know all that I think. They're they're about where they should be. They maybe were playing over their heads a little bit, um, but you know I think it, where it's settling in now, they're probably about the fourth place team in that division. Given the other teams in that division, I, I think I don't think there's anything. There's no shame in them finishing fourth. You know, and I know they've fallen down, but like I I, I just don't see them falling much farther. I mean, I think Colorado did what everyone expected. It took them a while, right? Well, their goal differential is fifty six. Uh, Minnesota's is 43, St. Louis is 36, Nashville's 12. Now everybody else is negative after that. So according to the goal differential, it's a, it's actually now set up and structured the way it uh, it probably should be. I think where Nashville's got to be careful though is you got Dallas sitting there in fifth uh, as as we record this, six points back. Um, you don't need to mess around and let them get in it because uh, Dallas is not a bad team. I think they're they're better than they've played so far this season. Uh, you know, and it's it's funny. It's like the more things change, the more they stay the same. Because we were sitting here, uh, you know, it, it late last season talking about uh, Nashville having to hold off Dallas. Yeah, I mean, Dallas is going to be, you know, that, and that's why it's look at that's this, and that's why those get like that game out of all you know out of all these games during this losing streak. That game hurts the most. It hurts mm-hmm. the Predators the most. Not getting a point in the, you know in that game, and and not saying the other games aren't just as important. 
but you know it's just simple math i mean it's a four point potentially a four point swing in one divisional game right like you're you you can lose ground when you play a non-divisional opponent, but you can lose twice as much ground when you when you play a divisional opponent, and and vice versa. So it's you know, it's just a, a matter of you know winning the games that are, are that they should win, and winning and you know win some they shouldn't, but beat the teams they they should beat. They've been pretty good about that this season, you know. And I I, I just I have a lot of faith based on the body of work um, that these penalties. Uh, and based on history, you know, recent history that says, you know, it, it's no coincidence that some of the, you know, the best teams in the league year after year are the most penalized. And it seems like it seems crazy on the surface, but it makes a lot of sense if you just dig an inch down. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And but, you know, it's 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 easy to look at the surface and just say, oh, man, that, that's all right. That's their problem. Um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, their play fourth pay. Hey, if you told me before the season they finished in fourth place, I would have told you you were wrong. So, you know, I, I and I think that they, you know, they obviously want to finish as high as they can in the standings. But I think they they understand that you know getting in is the most important thing. Um, and and how how they do that, I don't think really matters because I think the, the three teams ahead of them, I think, are better hockey teams than the Predators are. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think you would have to say Minnesota certainly has just been killing it here lately, and I think everybody knows what to expect from from Colorado. But um, you know, I, I I agree with everything. If they, if Predators just get in, they could be a scary team once they get in there. Yep, and that's that's a UC Soros factor. That's the physical factor. That that's you know, there's a lot of factors that go into that. But um, Gentry, I know I I uh, hear you got a trip coming up, so we probably will be taking next week off, but. Um, where are you going? Oh, we're 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 gonna try to um to to, to get up to New York. That's a it's a should be it should be a fun trip. Nice. I, I don't I don't miss New York, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, I think that'll do it for the, for this edition of uh, Catfish Corner. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. I just go to podcast, the podcast app. That's what it's called. Anyway, drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. Good, bad, and different. Um, we, we always appreciate the feedback. And for Gentry Estes, I'm Paul Scribina. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.